I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Suck in the guts, guys. We're the Ghostbusters. I am the one who knocks. My dark passenger. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. Don't call me Junior. I certainly hope this little incident hasn't put you off flying, Miss. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Talking Geek, the conversational podcast about all things geeky. I'm Danny. I'm Heidi. And today we're going to be talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's kind of a broad topic, but Danny and I have been lifelong Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans. And so this is the one of probably several episodes, the starting starting kickoff of, of our turtledom you could say so we're just gonna have a conversation about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles broadly how we got into it and kind of wax nostalgic about Ninja Turtles and um, future episodes we'll dive into two more detailed episodes about the comics or movies and things of that nature what's funny is you say it's broad but <clears throat> it's actually I mean it's quite specific I mean it's broad for us because it encompasses there's so much there's movies and comic books and and TV shows, but for a lot of people, there's like they're like, oh, one episode is is like, oh, it's a episode about turtles. But for us, it feels this feels like an introductory episode because we've we when, when after we t- we took a hiatus from podcasting and coming back, we thought about coming back with just a turtles podcast. We That's, did, and we could totally do one too. Um, that would be a completely different audience than than we have. And we and but we we, we just a, like too much nerd culture to stick to turtles and so so this podcast will have several things that are turtles related, not just turtles but oh there's so much. So the idea I um, had the idea for this episode in the sense that um, what the topic is about and um, so it's sort of the per, your our personal histories with turtles getting us like um, how we got into turtles. Um, because we both got, we, we were both, um, independently into turtles and we discovered that when, once we got together. So why don't you tell me about your earliest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles memory? It's funny to ask about my earliest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles memory because I don't recall when and how I was first introduced into the Ninja Turtles. So I'm sure we've mentioned this before. We're, we're both the same age. We were born in 85 and so, you know... Our culture and Ninja Turtles culture kind of grew up together, you could say. So I cannot remember the very first time I was introduced to Turtles. They just always existed. And so I think my earliest memory is just being young. I mean, probably as young as three or four and watching the Ninja Turtles animated series on TV. That cartoon started in December of 1987. So I quite literally could have been, you know, as young as two or three when I started watching that show. And, and so that's probably my earliest memory is, is watching that show. Um, it went into syndication in 1988 on Saturdays and by 89, it was running daily. So, and I remember watching that show all the time. It was on in hour blocks on Saturdays and then daily on Sunday, daily starting in 
in 89. I didn't know that until I looked it up on Wikipedia, but that kind of aligns with my memory of just being able to watch the turtles. You know, you could flip on teenage, you could flip on the TV and find the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on TV at any time. And I would watch the same episodes. Is that true? I thought it was only on Saturday mornings. Um, well, it, by 1988, well, it was in syndication. It might matter where you lived. Like for, it might, yeah. For me, it was only Saturday mornings. So it started in in 87, and starting in 88 and into 89, it was already in syndication, showing reruns. And the first five episodes, um, when they aired as a miniseries, they aired twice a night, mm-hmm. like twice twice a night, like once a week for several weeks. So. I mean, it wasn't that you could turn on the TV at any given time, but it seemed like very frequently the turtles were running. So okay, that's interesting. So I during the early so it's highly likely you could turn on the TV and catch the animated series. So for me, it was um, a lot of my early turtle memories are when I was in well, when I was in kindergarten, we lived with my grandparents um, in the lower part of Michigan. But then from for first through third grade, I lived in the UP, and that's where a lot of my early Turtles memories with the um, the cartoon were. And it was strictly Saturday mornings for me. That's mm-hmm. the only time it was on. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember being able to watch it more frequently. And I remember um, Pizza Hut did participated in the Book It program, and we would go to Pizza Hut. And I've got more Turtle stories even related to this. But somehow we, we got our hands on – a VHS that had two Turtles episodes on it. One of them was the pizza episode where, like, the pizza comes to life. And I forgot which one the other one was. And so if Turtles wasn't on TV, we could easily just pop in that VHS and watch those two episodes, like, back to back. And my brain is telling me that the other episode was Turtles in the Sky where they've got those, like, sky boots. Um, But I'm not 100% sure. But I think it was those two episodes that were on, on that VHS that we would just watch over and over again so that's funny because i had so i was you were older then your first memories of turtles you were a little older than me because i was probably preschool age i have something very similar relating to the um like so we had i think um had been double taped um you know using the two vcr method back in the day and it had the the sky turtles episode with the with the boots that um Mm -hmm. but then also an episode where they were at a museum, I believe, and I think the Rat King was trying to break in. Mm-hmm. But I have like that Sky Turtles episode is probably my favorite episode just because I've seen it the most because yeah, we had it. I've on... seen that one a ton. And the yeah. Attack of the Killer Pizzas, I think, is what the other one was called mm-hmm. that I remember seeing a ton as well. My other earliest memory was just having a ton of stuffed Ninja Turtles. Like I had three or four stuffed Donatellos. I had I had like stuffed every Ninja Turtle in various sizes. I mean the the ones that I remember the most were about I think they were maybe six inches tall. They weren't huge, but um, I just remember loving those Ninja Turtles and I I slept with them and I I played with them and they would play with the Barbies and I had an older brother and he had these um, wrestling figures because he was big into it. Back then it was WWF before the World Wildlife Federation made him change their name to WWE. Anyway, he had a bunch of WWF um, like rubber wrestling guys and, and they would all rumble like the turtles would rumble and wrestle with the wrestling guys over who got to take the Barbies out or the turtles would rescue the Barbies from the wrestlers. So, you know, that's those are some of my fondest and earliest childhood memories. But, yeah, for me, the, the turtles just were always – they just always were. Yeah, it was maybe a little bit later for me. I mean, I don't – but 
I don't really have any memories of like during preschool, but I remember in kindergarten going. Um, I went to for Halloween as uh, Raphael. Yeah, I never dressed up as a turtle, as far as I remember, and I think part of it was just my being a girl. Girls were definitely into Ninja Turtles too. But I don't recall any of my friends being as into Ninja Turtles as I was. And my parents would indulge me and, you know, they didn't tell me I couldn't be into Ninja Turtles, but I wouldn't say that they leaned into it as much as I would have liked. I mean, had they let me, I probably would have had a Ninja Turtles backpack and more than just Ninja Turtles stuffies and action figures. I probably would have had Ninja Turtles everything. And I remember asking for like many a Christmas for a turtle van and I never got one. So my turtles always rode around in the pink Barbie minivan. That that was their hangout. What's funny is I didn't, I wasn't really um, into the toys. I wasn't really a huge toy kid just in general. I didn't play with a lot of toys. And so I don't think I ever had, I, the only turtle mem- toys that I remember getting was for my f- fourth birthday party. Um just getting it just randomly because uh, there wasn't a themed party or anything. Yeah. It was like a turtles themed uh, thing, but just getting a couple turtles toys, but I didn't have any toys. I don't remember. So I, my, I'm not wrapped up in uh, toy memories. Yeah, I was, I was a, um, I was I mean, an imaginative kid. I liked to play with figures and action figures and Barbies and, and, and all that from a young age. And so I didn't like to just play with Barbies exclusively. I liked to intermix. You know, I liked having my turtles and my Barbies play together. And maybe some of that was my brother's influence because he had, he had Star Wars figures from, from back in the day. And he had, he was never really into G.I. Joe, but like I said, the wrestling figures. And so we would just would have this um, crazy imaginative world with all these characters that could live together and interact together. It was always fun. There was, I mean, the toys are definitely a thing. I mean, um, I actually on Netflix right now. There's season three of the show, The Toys That Made Us, which we've only recently just watched the Star Wars episode from mm-hmm. season one. But season three just came out, and um, like the the flagship ep- um, show is the turtles. Like that's their icon now for that show. Yeah, I mean, the Playmates the toys were huge. And I never had any, um, even the ones like when, the toys that I said I did get. They were yep. like these like. They they weren't playmates. They were like these little like little these little things. They were like maybe like uh, inch high. Um, oh yeah, no, I I had the original first run of the playmates, um, action figures. I didn't know they were the first run at the time, but I've since gone back and done some research to to confirm. And I I had the original set of four Ninja Turtles with their little accessories and and all of that. And they got got rid of it some in a garage sale sometime. You know later in in my childhood um but a few years ago when we were cleaning out my parents basement and i found some some of my old things it really made me nostalgic for those toys so i found them on ebay so i've I've got the original turtles and and a splinter because i had a splinter also they're sitting on our shelf in our bedroom and they're they're not mine from my childhood but they're the same ones that I did have. So, you know, I'm okay with it. I mean, it'd be better if they were mine, but you know what? I think these, these ones that I purchased on eBay were actually in a little bit better shape than mine probably were just from being played with. So I, I like having them because they were near and dear to me when I was a kid. And I know I gave my parents permission to get rid of a lot of my stuff, but I distinctly remember having a box of Ninja Turtles that it hung around in my parents' basement till probably sometime when I was in college because I wanted to keep those and and I don't know that I ever gave that message to my parents clearly because I remember 
one day when that box was gone and really being upset about it. So, you know, I lost them. I have I have some of them back. I don't have all of them back now, but because I had other action figures that I, I have not gone back and purchased. I had the, um, there's a disguised Donatello where he comes with this like, this like wacky mask and he was wearing a trench coat, which is a little bit Flasher-esque. And um, I, I didn't go back and rebuy that one, but I distinctly remember purchasing that in the store. Like I remember picking it out with my grandma and then I had this like Michelangelo that was wind up. He had like a little wind up thing in his side. And if you twisted it, he would, his arms like um, rotated at the elbow as if he had, you know, if, and then he, you could put nunchucks in his hand. So it was like he was rotating oh, his nunchucks. Okay, okay. So I had that guy too. Like I had a few others, but. Yeah, they weren't that expensive. I don't know uh, when all. you rebought them on eBay. I don't know if they've gone up. Like that was maybe like five, six, seven years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. So I don't know if they. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't spend a ton of money on them because I didn't. I didn't buy them like in package, and I didn't care if they came with their accessories. So I just bought the turtles if I wanted them in the original boxes, or like if I wanted to make sure because they they had like little throwing stars and like all these tiny little accessories that I would have lost them anyway. So I didn't care about those. Yeah, things. the collector. Yeah, I don't care about things. I mean, I'm not a toy collector, but things. I'm not. I've always found it fascinating or interesting that like how crazy collectors can be with like getting stuff in box or keeping it like for i mean for instance i just bought a comic that um i'm a big superman fan and um i just bought the death of superman is my favorite storyline and i just bought um for adventures of superman 500 it came and they had a version that comes in a a black bag a platinum edition Mm -hmm. and i bought an unopened one on ebay just and it just came in the nail just earlier this week. And then well, I what it. year did it come out? 93. Yeah. So it's been hanging around somebody's basement for that many years. But, and that's, and so that was, that's like a comic book example. Like the first thing I did when I got it was open it. Cause I bought, I, but the, a lot of t- it. Collectors know, out there are cringing. It, they call it like keeping it on card. I don't like, that's like, it's in the, it's in like the packaging, like all the, the, the mm-hmm. plastic. Like I don't get it because like you'll see. On some, sometimes when you watch documentaries about toys and stuff, I mean not sometimes. I mean it's pretty it's pretty standard when you watch documentaries about toys. People have like their um, toys like displayed, but they'll be like in the box. Like yeah, they get they get pleasure. That looks stupid. It looks ridiculous. To each his own, you know. So some people enjoy that, but I I kind of find it kind of crazy. But so who's your favorite turtle? Donatello, hands down. It's it's always been Donatello since I was a kid. Um. I think probably I started off liking him because he was purple and he was kind of the the nerd and and I associated myself with that, but it's just been Donatello ever since. So I think I've just um, naturally been more aligned with him and his thought processes and the like the stereotypical role that the animated show kind of put him in as being the the nerd who you know, does machines. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I do prefer other renditions where the turtles themselves are not stereotyped as much and their, their personalities are more flushed out. And it's not just about Mikey being the jokester and Raph being the hothead. Like those are characteristics, but not the only thing about them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I like Donatello the best. I have no, I like the other turtles. I like all of them. I think, um, there are more storylines about Raph and Leonardo because I think those two characters are interesting and they, they're foils to each other. And, and, you know, I think there's a reason why when there's movies and plots, the things that happen tend to happen to one of those two, 
because of, you know, Leo being the troubled leader and Raph being the hothead, who's also secretly very sensitive. And so I like those. And, and Mikey, especially in the comics right now, Mikey's got the sensitive, you know, he's joking, but he's also sensitive and, and um, he interacts with the children. I mean, they all have um, an interesting role that they play like in, in their foursome, but Donatello is my favorite. How about you? Um, I don't think I have a favorite. I think they're all my. I've 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 never. Yeah, the, to me they're a team. That I I don't have a favorite. Yeah, yeah. So it's, who's your favorite villain? Um, Krang is definitely my favorite villain, and I think about all of the different renditions <clears throat> of him, and I think my favorite version of him is the current run of the comics, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic. Because yeah, he's, he's ruthless in that, and he uses Shredder, and he uses um, these mutanimals and others to try and get his way. And if you think about him as a character, I mean, he's from this other dimension, this other world, but he's so ruthless. He's trying to find himself a whole new planet and terraform that planet for for his people. Like, he actually in some ways has a big heart because he's trying to find a new home for his people and you know i mean he's he's doing it in a really violent way but i think krang is is a deep character um not so much in the animated series which is my first introduction to this talking brain and and you know to the utrams but i i think krang is very interesting i also like storylines with the rat king as well but that's just for because he's kind of fun and slimy and um, just creepy, and I mm-hmm. like that too. But Krang's my favorite. How about you? Um, favorite villain is definitely the Shredder for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so did you want to talk about? Actually, did you want to go over? We one thing we skipped over because it, you I, you can kind of assume people know, but do you want to talk about a little bit about the history of the turtles and the various incarnations that there are? Sure, um, and jump in on this too, because I think you and I are equal in terms of, of knowledge here, but um, the turtle started off as a comic book, and it kind of started off as a joke by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, um, just drawing and sitting around drawing, and they came up with this turtle, and they made a mutant, and the the original run of the comic book is really gritty. It takes place in, in kind of like the the slummy version of New York, back in the 80s when it probably wasn't very safe and it was dark and and full of crime. And so the turtles were avenging the crime. But there's always been this supernatural aspect, not just because they're new mutant turtles, but also because there's other non-human characters that they interact with as well. So that's that's really interesting. But it started off as the comic, and then eventually the... Yeah, it was, it was a black and white comic. Yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, is I don't think I knew it was a comic book that it started as a comic book until college. I didn't know that either until much later. Yeah. It probably was, the same time frame as you. Yeah, it was probably college. Like, I would have assumed... I mean, I, I probably did I don't think I gave much thought to it, but I guess I just assumed that it was the, the animated cartoon. series. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I always that. assume that, too. And then, of course, I, I assume that the animated series then led to the, the first movie and all the toys in between, but... Yeah, the, so there was the 1989 movie, and that movie was is pretty... Is pretty um, Closely like uh, follows the the first the um the first ten issues or so of the of the original comic series. Yeah, I mean the and, turtles were huge in the nineties. 
Um, well, but the, they yeah, started off in the late eighties. Or actually, was it shoot? I, I'm I the animated of, series. I, like I, I said, started I said the in movie was eighty nine, but I think the, it, it might have been ninety. I think it was nineteen ninety. It was ninety. Yeah. And the yeah. The, so before that was the animated TV show in nineteen eighty seven, and then that was a huge hit. It ran for ten seasons. What's funny is I dropped off like um, as a kid. Like I, I don't think I've ever probably seen probably seasons eight, nine or 10 or so. Like I know, like I think it's season 10 or season nine. I was, I've read that like it gets completely different. Like the shutters aren't on the show anymore and the skies go red and they're red for like the whole season. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I've seen those either. Cause that would have been, um, the last season was in 96. The last couple of seasons were only eight episodes each. So it wouldn't be too laborious to actually go through and watch those. And we have that whole set. We have yeah. the whole animated series. We've never sat down and watched all of the discs we we need to make that a priority and make maybe that'll be an episode in and of itself but and then i mean that would have been in 96 which would have put us around fifth sixth grade so yeah i had already dropped like or you mean what at at the end yeah at the end so i i think i had dropped out of it too might even be before then because like a season will go from like if it started in 87 like season one would be like 87 to 88 right so then yeah uh, it ended in 96 oh okay for sure i i looked that up then how does that yeah how does they must have like had an accelerated seasons then, because it doesn't doesn't usually line up. Because like if it ended, if season one would have been eighty seven to eighty eight, then like the end of season ten should have been ninety eight. So they must have like some of those seasons must have gone. Yeah, like the way well, that reality shows like, now will have like two seasons a year. Like I said, the last three seasons were only eight episodes each, so they might not have been a whole year of time in between. Okay. So, but um, then I want to say it was season four was split in half and had like 40 episodes. So, well, when you're a kid, it's like weird, I had, we had, or at least I don't know about you, but I had no idea about like when a season started or ended. It no. was just like on Saturdays. I knew that TV in the summers kind of faded, but well, I otherwise, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't think cartoons did. Was the turtles on in the summer? I don't know. That I'm not sure. And so then, um, yeah, so 1990 was the first TV show or the first movie. And then the second movie was, I believe, 91. Like, I think the next year. Or ninety, or maybe 92. And then movie three would have been, like, 90. We were living in the in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan then. So it must have been probably, like, 93. And the only one that I saw in the movie theater was number three. That's the only one. Did you see I, any of the... Uh, I saw all of them. Oh, that's yeah. that's sweet. I've never seen the first one in the in the theater. Yeah, I saw all of them in the theater. And the first one, I was I was young. I mean, it wasn't my first time in the theater, but it was one of my first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we saw two in the theater, and I'm pretty sure I saw three as well. That one, I'm, it's a little hazy for me, but I'm pretty sure I saw that one in the theater too. But my viewing experience for number two is the most. Um, that one I remember the most with the vanilla ice and all that, like. Yes, I remember. I just I just remember it very. And distinctly. so the yeah. So my memories of one and two are all from the VHS, and then three was in the theater. We only had one on VHS. But oh, so did you only? So you probably so you saw two in the theater, but then you weren't familiar. Like then you probably didn't see it for a while. Then. Um, I think we might have double taped it on a VHS, but one we had like the actual original in box, and then um. Much later, I think later in high school, a friend of mine actually bought the the three disc set for me. So then I had all three of them, and I you know I could watch them then. Mm-hmm. So um, we still have that set. And then oh, it's got pizzas on it. 
No, that's the Blu-ray set that. Um, oh, maybe we got rid of it when we got the Blu-ray. But I did have a three-disc set. Yeah, we have we we bought a set. They had a Turtles Blu-ray set that came out. Um, like two, maybe 2011 or so that had the three movies and then the 2007 animated movie. Yeah, so the, the um, original Turtles was in 90, Secret of the Ooze came out in 91, and then number three was in 93. Oh, so I was, and spot, then there was, I was not, spot on. That's exactly what yeah, I said. Then there was no, no more films until the CGI film came out in 2007. Yeah. And then, so as far as TV goes... The TV show is still going. You said up until ninety six, ninety six, yep. and then I think the ne- the very next year, ninety seven, is when they started the live action. Um, lasted one season. Sh- oh um, yeah, t- Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, the next mutation, which is where they introduce the female turtle, and that's on Netflix currently. But I'd only seen. Maybe two or three episodes back when it was on. It was only on. For I had one never season. seen it. I never saw any of it. And it's on Netflix. It's not a. It's it's. Well, we can talk about the quality. I, I um, of 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 um, each of these at some point. But that, that's yeah. The show is not very good. Like we haven't even. It's it's only one season, and we haven't made it through on Netflix. No, I think we've watched maybe three or four episodes. And then. No, we watched more than that because like the first five episodes make up kind of like one storyline. Like we watched at least the first five. Oh, okay. And then in two thousand three, they had a TV a, a new cartoon that started, and that ran for f- four or five seasons. Mm-hmm. And a lot of pe- that's kind of a blind spot for me because I haven't seen very much of that two thousand three animated cartoon, but I'll, I know it's a big fan favorite because it's supposed to be a lot closer to the tone of the original comics. Like it's not as silly as the nineteen eighty seven cartoon. And so a lot of people really like that two thousand three. And in, enough, we should seek that out and watch it. Well um we have it all. We just haven't we we've only watched a little bit of it, but we have it all. And then that is what the um two thousand what is it, two thousand nine cartoon the yeah um, that that one we watched quite a bit of the 2009 cartoon what's that one called and i i the, what, liked what's that what's a lot that movie the movie was called um oh it was just tmnt the, no, oh, that no, was in 2007. no that's 2007 yeah i was actually referencing the 2000 in 2009 was that turtles the, forever Is yeah that what tur- you're thinking oh, of? turtles forever came out and that's where the 2000 uh, to the where the 2003 ninja turtle animated uh turtles actually met met the 1987 animated turtles i like that movie a lot i mm-hmm. i really liked that movie yeah i liked it. it the thing that i wasn't the they they had to they made the 1987 turtles to to contrast the, the 2003 turtles with the 1987 turtles they made the 1987 even sillier than they were. They did, but I still really liked it because I liked seeing them just kind of having them back on screen at some point. So so, so you, now that you, we've talked about the... Oh, and then... and then um, So Turtles Forever in 2009. And then there was... Um, the In 2000, um, 2012, the Nickel, Nickelodeon bought, bought the rights to the Turtles... From I believe right from the creators themselves, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, and that it's it's a little fuzzy for me because it was the turtles had been owned by, um, I or being ran by Mirage Comics, which mm-hmm. is their the Peter Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, the creators, 
um, comic imprint. There's a lot of not imprint comic company. There was a lot of licensing of the turtles out. And it it was yeah, it was licensing between Playmates and other places. But in 2011 or something, maybe Nickelodeon outright bought it all. I think that they have exclusive licensing to everything. It's not. It's not, you know, this 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 company can make the movies and this company can do this. I think Nickelodeon owns it all now. And Nickelodeon started the CGI cartoon. In- Which reminds me, the history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles book is really good. So if there's anybody who's really an, a big Turtles fan, should check out that book. Like, that's a really good book. And it, it's it's an awesome read. Yeah, that came out maybe 2000. It was after the, um, the first Michael, or it was coming out concurrently, I believe, with the first Michael Bay uh, movie. And I say Michael Bay. Michael Bay didn't direct the... So, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, in 2012, Nickelodeon started the CGI cartoon, which is really good. And we've watched a lot of it. We haven't watched all of it, but that ran for three or four seasons. And while that was on, they had new live-action movies. In 2014, the um, the first one came out, and it's produced by Michael Bay. I believe the movie was directed by um, either Josh or John Lieberman, I believe is his name. And, um, and it gets a lot of flack for being a Michael Bay movie, but I really like it. And even though Michael Bay didn't direct it, his name is always what's associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 like, I like that movie, and its sequel, 2016's T- TMNT. Or T- I, actually, I don't think it's abbreviated. I think it's T- or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, um, out of the Shadows was a 2016 yep. movie, and that one was really good. That is the most. That's the cartoon that's the most like that they made that 1987 cartoon come to life. I think um, Bebop and Rocksteady were in the were in the movie, and then the next incarnation would have been the next incarnation would have been the 2000 I think 17 or 18 Rise of the Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah. Yeah, cartoon. that's that's the most recent and that's cartoon. That's currently running, and yep. that's not all that good. Like we watched one episode. Yeah, I, I don't want to be quick to classify it as not good, having only seen one episode. Like, I it's, am. <laughs> it's not it's not great to to I would say dog on something if you've only seen the mm, pilot. So that's all you need to see. For so for me personally, my I pers- wasn't interested in watching it after that. But I mean, maybe it's picked up in quality. I don't know. My to, personal opinion is not worth my time, to, and so. Do, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, um, you were talking about the sales of Turtles and all of that. So so what actually went down is in 2000, Eastman sold his stake to Laird. Because they were Eastman and Laird, and they both were partners. Eastman sold his stake to Laird, who then sold it to Viacom in 2009. And then in 2012, through Nickelodeon, Viacom, through its subsidiary, Nickelodeon, they started the CGI, the CGI run. So mm-hmm. it's, it's technically in the hands of Viacom. Well, yeah, Viacom owns Nickelodeon. Right. Like, and, and, and MTV, and, and we don't get any of those channels because we, we get our TV through Hulu. And Hulu, no Viacom channels are on Hulu, unfortunately. So we've talked about the incarnations in media, but not in the original form of the comics. I want to go back a second, because you said that Shredder was your favorite villain, but you never really elaborated on why. So I want to know a little more about that before we move on. Well, can I finish? Because we're going through the incarnations. Okay. So so we've talked about the media in um, incarnations, and then the comics. In the comics, they had the original... We mentioned uh, Mirage Studios. They had four volumes of that comic. 
Um, and then uh, Archie Comics also had a uh, comic that was based on the 1987 cartoon. We, I haven't read that much of that of that comic. But yeah, that's. I think that's my biggest blind blind spot is that comic, and the art looks looks good. I mean, it's kind of a family friendly art style. It it reminds me of the cartoon, so I mean, I I would probably enjoy that because I I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like adventure series that that they've put out. It's it's not running anymore, but it's kind of like one shot family friendly stories. I I like that approach to the turtles. Um, I like the gritty turtles, but I like the lighthearted, um, more kid friendly episodes issues too so and, I, sh- I should check that out and i was incorrect in saying that mirage comics had the first four volumes of that volume three was actually done by um image comics and so volumes one and two were volumes one and two were mirage and then volume three was image and then volume four was back to mirage and then there's there was a couple of other just smaller thing co- companies that had the rights also I can't, I'm, I can't remember who they were but then the biggest one was in 2011 um, IDW, the comic company IDW bought or got the rights to the got the rights, and so they've been having they've had a run. Started since, in 2011. Yeah, that's, isn't that what I just said? I don't know what you said. Yeah, I just said 2011. Yeah, and then it um it's still running, and so I guess part of why I wanted to go through the incarnations is to get to the question of which one's your favorite incarnation, and which one's your least favorite, but also, also, you know, we could have each of, each of those incarnations could be their own episode and maybe will be at some point, but all that was just to get to what's your favorite. Um, it's hard to pick because they're so different. The original animated series is my entry point into the turtles. And so it's hard to not be nostalgic over that animated series. I mean, it was, it, it, was at the right age at the right time for me I was a kid and it was a cartoony kid art style and the the opening sequence is just catchy I mean how can you not sing the the opening theme song I mean that can just get stuck in your head for days and I remember many nights going to sleep and just that song would play over and over in my head so um I really love that rendition because that's that's my original version of the turtles but um I also really like the present day run of the turtles when, earlier when I was talking about comics you mean. or the, the comics. Yeah. The present day comic comic. And, and I think that's because they're the most well-rounded. They do still have their, their own little hobbies and unique characteristics, which align with the original, um, you know, 1987 cartoon, which I think is really where they kind of differentiated the turtles more so than in the original comic in which it was black and white. So they didn't even have, they didn't have the purple, red, blue, orange, in the original comic that really came from 87 from that cartoon anyway all that being said i i think the original 1987 cartoon is probably my favorite but i recognize that it's flawed and cartoony and um and so i also really love this um 2011 starting idw ron so that, that's probably my absolute favorite version and i also want to give a shout out to the first movie because I really like that version of the Turtles, too. I think that that's kind of somewhere in the middle. They're they're gritty on the streets in New York, but they're still kind of quippy and, and laughing and making all kinds of jokes, but there's still there's a little bit of a dark darkness to the first movie as well that I enjoy with Shredder being, or Shredder with Splinter, who gets you know locked up and chained to the fence and mm-hmm. 
um, the attack and then going to Northampton. Like, and I guess it's got that, that feel because again, it takes from the, the, um, original comic, which has that dark grittiness to it. So, um, I can't pick between those three. It's just too hard. I love them all. <laughs> Funny. What's your They're favorite? They're all good. My favorite is definitely, um, without a doubt, the 2011, the IDW um, comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so what about is your least favorite? Well, I think my least favorite right now would have to be that the current cartoon, the Rise of the TMNT. And all I have to go on is that first... Like, the first trailer and the first episode, that's all I've seen. But if I remember correctly, they were playing around with who's in what position. So I think Raph was the leader of the Turtles, and and they, they're maybe just characterized a little differently because I think they were, like, haven't fallen into the ways that we know them now. But I'm just not a fan of that art style either. And to be honest, I, I enjoy the Michael Bay movies, but... It's hard for me to get over the look of the turtles in those movies too. So oh, I like the I like the um, the Michael Bay produced movies, and I guess I didn't elaborate. So yeah, I like the comic, the 2011 comic, and then um, that's definitely my favorite. And then I have um, a lot of. I mean, the original cartoon is up there, but it's definitely it's not my favorite for sure. But it's 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 would be like top five. Mm-hmm. And the first movie, first movie is very closely tied with the comics um the i the first movie is um excellent like if if the only thing that could exist from turtles like if everything was wiped out like the idw series is good but it's good like no single issue i think is like excellent so it's like if i could have one piece of turtles thing it would be that 2000 or uh, the 1990 movie yeah is probably the single best turtle thing that i think exists you want to know something sad about that movie sure the the original costumes that they they made for the turtles themselves are made of um, a latex rubber and latex rubber does not age very well. It, it oxidizes and it breaks down and, and falls apart. So the, the original costumes have gone up for auction through some of those Hollywood auction houses in the last few years. I think one of them, I forgot whose suit it was just went up for auction recently and it is looking really bad. I mean, when if you you can pull up a picture if you Google search it, I I'm sure. The, but I, I thought that was from movie three. I thought it was. Um, I know. Yeah, it is looking really bad, and I'm sure the first movie is too. But yeah, I I, I came across um, maybe three or four years ago. I came across the Raphael suit from the first movie. It was up for auction through. Um, uh, like there, there's an auction TV show. I forgot what it's called, but. Hollywood something or auctions in Hollywood, something like that. Artifacts in Hollywood, I think, is the the auction house. It was up for auction for expected value of between four and six thousand. But I mean, the the suit is showing its age. I mean, it, it's it's dimply and pocketed, and it's really breaking apart, and that that makes me sad. But I mean, I understand that's just the natural breakdown process of that material. But those suits were just amazing to me back then. Like that somebody could be in there and. I mean, I really still kind of believed in the magic of it all. I mean, I knew in the back of my head that turtles weren't real, but there was a part of me that wanted them to be real, too. And so watching that movie and having the turtles just come to life like that was, um, it was just amazing. I, I, totally, I loved it. Yeah, I totally agree. So what do you think about, since you're a big Daredevil fan, about all the Daredevil connections in the creation of the turtles oh it's awesome i love it and i didn't know that those things existed as a kid i didn't start reading daredevil comic until 
I was in college. So I started reading the Daredevil comics. I, I read basically all of volume two to the present day. And I started reading volume two in, oh, maybe 2004 or so. And that's when I drew the parallel on my own between the hand and the foot and stick and splinter and all of those things. And I was like, oh, this is just really cool. Like, I thought I had stumbled onto something and didn't realize that it was embedded into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle culture purposely by Eastman and Laird. So when I discovered it kind of organically through reading Daredevil comics and then drawing the parallels, I thought I had just found something really cool. And then, of course, through Google searches and really also through reading that history of the TMNT, realizing that that um, they were inspired by Daredevil comics, I think is just that much more cool. Yeah, even in issue one, like the very first issue from... So I, I don't think we mentioned it, but it was or, um, 1984 is when um, Eastman and Laird created the Turtles in that mm-hmm. first that first issue. And came they created out. Mirage Comics too and, to, to publish. Um, in that first issue, I believe they have the origin of the Turtles. And um, what's funny is Shutter dies in that very first issue of that comic. He comes back through other means in the Mirage Comics, but. Um, I think they thought it was going to be just sort of a one and, one and done. done. Yeah, they didn't know it would take off Shutter, the way it did. Shutter died. But in that first issue, I'm fairly certain that it's um, it's not called Matt Murdock or anything, but like um, I believe that um, the ooze that the turtles falls in, like I think it was either Matt was either at the scene or like Matt was walking across the street and the um, the same truck that hit him was carrying the chemicals. Yeah, the, um, the blind kid, like, basically. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Like, they, they have the they same origin, they, essentially, yeah, they don't is what call you're saying. him Matt, but, like, there's a blind kid and yeah. a truck that comes and and uh, gets the chemicals in the kid's eyes, and the ooze um, is the same ooze that the turtle that uh, mm-hmm. uh, mutates the turtles. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and I, ind- like I said, I independently started reading Daredevil comics because I was just intrigued about the thought of having a, a superhero with a disability. And so I started reading Daredevil comics, like I said, in, in in the early 2000s, not knowing that there was any connection back to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then once I realized that, I just, you know, it makes me love them that much more. So I don't have much more, but I just wanted to give a shout out to um, the cartoon version of Baxter Stockman, The Fly, He's fine in other incarnations where he's just the African American scientist. He's fine, and that's yeah. I mean, I, I actually liked him and his and and the portrayal of him in the most recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Oh, the ones Tyler that Perry. Were okay, <laughs> I I I can like a character even yeah. if I think the movies oh, are only yeah, okay. I liked, I I liked Tyler, Tyler Perry as I Tyler Perry Stockman. Was I would have liked to have seen him turn into a fly, but yeah, so but you know, give, it's it's got to be coming. So I want to give a shout out to the Baxter Stockman, and then. Um, What's funny is one of my earliest memories is we had I had a stuffed animal or a stuffed um, stuffed Raphael, but it was kind of like that like style. I don't even there probably is a name for it, but it's like that like sort of it wasn't homemade, but kind of like I don't know where it came from though. My, my mom definitely didn't make it, but like mm-hmm. it was kind of like that cr- like crochet style where there was like you could almost like see through to the like yeah kind stuffing of like like was, how sock monkeys are. No, well, yeah, but like the gaps between like the way it was like stitched was mm-hmm. even a little bit more like you could almost like put your finger in through the like the stuffing. It was um yeah. So um, this sh- shout out to that. That was one of my earliest stuffed animals that I, that I remember I, having. I had so many turtles, and 
my our dog loved to steal them and so my mom would frequently perform turtle surgery and have to like sew them back together and she hated sewing so shout out to my mom for sewing my turtles back together because she did she sewed them all most of them had battle scars from our dog and that makes me even that much more surprised that those things ended up selling as a complete set in a box like when I say complete set I mean a complete set of all of my Ninja Turtles stuffies in one box someone bought them even with battle scars. And so the last thing I wanted to mention... It's like Bonnie in Toy, Sto- in Toy Story. <laughs> like somebody... Hopefully some kid ended up playing with those turtle turtle toys and getting as much fun out of them as I did. And I'm sure we're going to have an episode all about uh, the first Turtles movie um, at some point. But I wanted to just mention... It's funny because that movie is... Um, Pizza Hut and that movie are so intricately linked for me because they had a, um, they had a commercial before the movie that um was a pizza hut commercial Mm -hmm. and so now like it's even to this day where we haven't had that vhs in so long like (laughs) it feels weird to like watch the movie without that pizza hut commercial at the beginning same for it's very similar to anybody who had the um 1989 batman there was a pepsi commercial that played before that movie where the actual um the actual butler alfred Mm -hmm. is um, in the commercial, um, or we had the 1980 bat, 89, 1989 Batman on VHS. I don't have any recollection of that Pepsi commercial. And, and I might have to YouTube that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, after, we had that VHS after we record, we can, um, look it up. And then same also it's, um, for me for Indiana Jones and the last crusade, there was also a Pepsi ad, with like with um this couple sitting watching on TV, um, and they like the guy I think starts imagining that he's Indiana Jones. So it just so I have, but um, so it, I it's it's funny to have these to have these advertisements because that because before before now with 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 DVDs and Blu-rays you can just skip to the menus like they'll still put a bunch of commercials yeah, on things, yeah. but like you can skip right to the right to the um. The yeah, you can menus. just go to play and menu, so play movie. That's not really a thing anymore, but like those, there's definitely movies where there's like advertisements that are just intricately linked. And oh so yeah, I and can like hear like the um the after the we're we're recording, I'll we'll, I'll pull up the Pizza Hut commercial that's in my head because it's like this kid playing baseball, and um there's a song and I can like I could like sing the song right now. I'm not going to like like, like the whole song <laughs> is um um it, and it's about this kid playing baseball and then he doesn't. He gets a hit. I don't think he was expecting to. And then they go out for Pizza Hut afterwards. And so. So you bring up Pizza Hut and Turtles. I actually have in my show notes, I have a Pizza Hut and Turtles connection too. Because we would go to Pizza Hut, I don't know, maybe monthly or so. Because they had this book it program where if you read a certain number of books, then you got a coupon for a free kids pan pizza. So we would go out and I would get my free pizza and my brother would get his free pizza and my parents would you know, get their own maybe smaller medium pizza to split. And the local Pizza Hut that we went to had a TMNT arcade. So my parents would always give my brother and I a few quarters, and that was probably the only arcade that we really ever played. Like, I never went to an arcade that was popular in in the 90s and with a roll of quarters. I, I never did that. But when we went to Pizza Hut, my brother and I always knew we'd get to play the TMNT arcade. And so I I have those two things intimately linked in my brain is that Pizza Hut and the TMNT arcade and it that 
arcade was there for a very long time. Like I'm, I'm assuming that they actually owned it as opposed to like rented it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but cause it was there for a long time and I was just back at that pizza hut. Oh, I don't know, maybe three years ago, the place where the arcade used to be is still there. Like there's this little, this little vestibule next to the bathroom, but they don't, they don't have it anymore. I was hoping they would and I'd get, get a chance to play it, but they didn't have it. Yeah, we, we haven't talked, uh, and and we won't. We're, we're we're wrapping up the episode, but like, um, there there's, was, there's, there's so tur- much turtles video turtles games vi- I could talk about too. There's turtles video games, and like the biggest, probably the most well known are those side scrolling brawlers that you would mm-hmm. find at the arcades. Yep. Um, those were those are probably the most well known. Walking can, the streets, picking up pieces slices of pizza yeah. for health, beating up the bad guys. Yeah, there's been, and, there's, and there's the Bebop and Rocksteady, like, at the end of the first level. I mean, that's really probably what you'd play through most frequently if that's the first level. And then there's the um, the NES game, which was super hard. Like, most people couldn't make it past the, uh, there's a water level. The underwater level. That was, yep. But that game, that, that game was really fun. I had a lot of you fun. You run out of breath trying to get through all the, like, sharp, spiky things. But I had a lot of fun memories with that game. And then there's still, I mean, there's 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 been video games throughout the years. There was a, I've never played it, but there was, I mean, it's perfectly ripe for, like, the material is ripe for it. But there was a, a Mortal Kombat style game mm-hmm. where you fight, like, um. There was lots of handheld games. I was looking into this earlier. They had, um. Lots of turtle sports games that were handheld. There's like turtles basketball and turtles uh, baseball yeah. and all, all kinds of video games that I never I had to, touched. I had, I had a turtles game for my um for my Game Boy, which is really fun. Still, I still have it for my. For I my, might have to play that for my Game Boy, which is really fun. Um, That's the one thing that I added to my list. Um, was you know what what area do you think is the the biggest gap or or you know what would you desire most if you could have something turtles. Because it's kind of made a resurgence in recent years, and I would like a uh, really good Turtles game, maybe made by like Rocksteady, who's done the recent Batman games. I don't That's know. one thing I would really like, is a, a good, gritty Turtles game with a good combat system. Because I was disappointed by by their more recent yeah, I um, didn't, Mutants, Mutants in Manhattan game. I didn't play that game. Um, we, we have it. It was... Oh, shoot, it's like got the, like a comic book art style. The, the developer is like on the tip of my tongue for that game, but it came out what like 2014, 2015. Yeah, and it was like sort of based on the comics. Or um, it has a comic art style. The 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 storyline itself is not really based on but the comics. That's but. a good question about like if we could have some turtles media. I don't think I need any. Like I think the current IDW turtles is so good that yeah, it's excellent. Um, I would like a better cartoon. Yeah, but realistically. I probably. I want to watch it with my kids. I, well, I, I would love for my well, kids the, to have like early turtles cartoon memories too. The 2012 show was on while we had kids, and well, they were we babies then. Well, but it ran for three or four seasons. I mean, our son would have been four or five when it. I mean, it when went it ended. Yeah. I mean, it ended. What's funny is it ended, and then the rise like started right away, like like within like a couple of months, I think, mm-hmm. of that show. So like, um, that sh- that. 2012 version wasn't hasn't been off the air for all that long, so it was running for a while. Well, and we have the original animated series. Part of the problem we too. should just pop that on and introduce our kids to that. Part of the, I feel like they'd like it. I hope so. I guess I'd be disappointed if they didn't, but I I can't count on that either. Part of the problem is that uh, we use Hulu for our live TV, and even if there was a new TV show, we have to pirate it or something because we wouldn't. Yeah. We we wouldn't even get a new TV show because it would be on. Well, well we have, we have well, Disney Rise, Plus now. It wouldn't be on Disney Plus because um, it would be it was still oh, Nickelodeon would produce it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It. So I mean, uh, the current the current cartoon is I mean, Rise is I think still going, 
But so that's a question that I hadn't even considered. But yeah, I I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with the comic right now. A new movie would be good. Like I wouldn't. I'd like another movie in that Michael Bay produced universe. I would, would watch be, it. I, would I still like prefer it. Purdue the prefer the originals, but I I would. I don't hate the Michael Bay movies. Mm-hmm. I just. I don't know. I still have kind of a problem with the the way that they look. I I did for a while, and I got over that. It's still they're kind of bohemian in their look. Or at least Michelangelo, he has like a big like mm-hmm. necklace of shells, and um, um, they're but, kind of just grotesque looking a little bit. But that's fine. Like that's their vision of what yeah man turtles should look like. Like it's I, fine. I I felt the exact same way for a long time, but I. But now that I'm thinking about it, and I didn't to think about the movies too much when I was thinking about this episode, but I've definitely softened on it. Like I, um, I could, I mean, they're not in in my even probably top five of incarnations, um, for in the various media. But I could definitely watch. I like I I definitely prefer those. I think I like the first movie better than the second, but they're but they're both really good. So I don't I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Well, I mean, I could always talk about turtles, but I think there's lots of things that we'll save for future episodes well, specifically. So I think this is a good wrapping up point. Yeah, I think um, almost every incarnation we could have its own episode, except for the ones we're less familiar with. Like the, sure. we're, we're probably never, unless we watch it again, or, or unless we watch it, we'll probably never have an episode on the 2003 cartoon just because we didn't wa- we've watched a handful of episodes. Like there was one vacation where we watched probably four or five episodes in the hotel room of the 2003 cartoon. But, and so, and we probably wouldn't have an episode on the rise of the turtles, but almost every other incarnation, we could have its own episode and, and probably will over the, over the course of the, over the course of the show. So the only thing I wanted to say, I guess the last thing was like, it was um, like, neither one of us got the other person into turtles. We were already into it. And so Mm -hmm. I think when you and I got together, it sort of reignited the um, turtles because we both. Um, and because there wasn't much going on in like 2005 for Turtles, like what would have been? No, the first cause, cause the, the first thing really was the 2007. Yeah, you and I went movie the, and video game. You and I went and saw the 2000. What video game was 2007? There was a 2007 PS2 game which I played based even, on the movie. I don't even remember that. It was decent. But I remember, you know, you and I went. It was and called s- that was just TMNT. You and I went and saw the 1990 or the 2007 movie, and so we caught, we, we sort of kept the Turtle Spark going just you and I because we and. We discovered that we both loved the turtles and and, and were into it. So that was yeah. The, my love of the turtles was something I kind of I hid away. Like my my closest friends knew, or anybody that I I grew up with from early early childhood knew. But when I hit middle school into high school, there wasn't much going on with Ninja Turtles, and so I kind of locked away that part of myself. But it was always there. My love of the turtles and 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 so then meeting you was like woohoo! I found I found a man who I can. I can let my freak flag fly. I can't say that apparently, and, but <laughs> and um, it was after you know once the spark was reignited with you because it had fallen off for a long time. Like there wasn't that much going on since for for years for turtles for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so once once the spark was reignited with with you, the, and I've always been into comic books. I was around that same time, maybe because of the two thousand seven. Maybe because of the 2007 movie and just doing a little bit more research into the turtles, I discovered, like, I mean, it's a, it's shameful that I didn't know this being a the big comics fan that I was, but I honestly don't think I even knew that it came from the um, originated in the comics until probably around that 2007 time when the movie came mm-hmm. out, and so then we discovered the Mirage comics and 
we got into the comics and we've read quite a bit of the the Mirage run and those we have like a nice trade paperback of the first mm-hmm. like eleven issues or so, which is And the, we have a third printing of the, the first issue. Where the yeah, that's true. We have an issue number one, um a third printing, but it's still really cool. And so um and then since two thousand eleven we've been spoiled having awesome awesome comics coming out from idw and literally in five days from when we're recording this it'll be actually out by the time we release this episode we might not have read it by then because we get our comics through the mail monthly but um on november 27th the 100th issue of that comic comes out it's the longest running which is pretty cool um it's the longest running volume for the turtles it's more issues of this than there are of any of the other volumes so this is you could almost say this is the definitive run although it's it's not the original it's gonna be um interesting because i think it's gonna be really good but it's also a turning point because the writer who's been there the whole time is leaving and it's gonna be a new writer and she's been on the series before I think she's written like there's been a lot of um, she's written things and she, she's done a lot of art there's, too. There's been a lot of spinoffs of of this or like you know a sister series to the current title like a ton like there's probably if you were to add up the issues of all the miniseries and things that have almost as many that have ran alongside there's probably yeah as many and so this new writer Sophie Campbell she's she's written um, some things and she has really she has excellent art like her art is awesome and so she's taking over on issue 101 so we'll see how that goes. But I think that's all I have for the episode. Me too. This has been fun. All right, everybody. Keep talking geek.